What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Leading Brand. I am your host, Tony Lopez. And before I introduce my co-host, I do want to say... have an apology to make. I, again, we have not been on online, on the air, since March the 31st. Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to apologize... Uh-huh. We <laughs> I, I, yeah, in the in, in not, the great in the great me. words in the great words of Drake, sorry for the wait. Sorry. Um, sorry for the wait. You call him great. Um, but we had uh some things go on, uh post WrestleMania depression. Uh you know, your boy is uh in a uh committed relationship now. His uh, love is in the air for Tony. Everywhere yeah. around. So you know everything. Everything was going. Everything's going great, actually. Um, but we need to give you guys us on a weekly basis. On a week, are we back to doing this? Oh, I'll boy. believe it when I see it. The, the hey, audience is gonna uh, believe it. When but see ladies it. and gentlemen, this is my co-host Jeff Burtis. Jeff. Yeah. I'm alive. I'm I'm kicking, and uh, yeah, we're back at it. Hopefully he's, for good. I'm talking. To, I'm looking at you. This is my fault. Well, he, it's my fault. It is my fault. It um, is clearly your fault. I'm not letting this go. Um, but now, ladies and gentlemen, we are here to talk. Now, about are you everything. ready to talk about your post mania depression? Let's talk about WrestleMania. Your post impression. Let's first off get the Hall of Fame out the way, because while you were at a uh, Ring of Honor Supercard, yeah, you, yeah, I know you got Samoa Joe. I bet you're happy about that. Well, but... well, 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 you know what? When you talk after we talk about the Hall of Fame, we'll talk about Ring of Honor as well, because yeah, we'll we'll go over that. But um, okay, the one thing I do think I actually agree with you. Me and you talked about this offline. Um. Uh, the four other Hall of Fame inductees maybe should have got the slightest bit more time. It just everything felt rushed, and then Taker. Holy hell! The I knew fact it was that one a lot of time, they, but holy crap! Yeah, it was about an hour. <laughs> and the thing with Taker is he had stories for days. Oh yeah, stories for days. It was the most entertaining Hall of Fame induction I have ever seen. Uh, It was better than McFoley's. It was better than Steve Austin's. Hell, it was better than when Dwayne was uh, inducting his father, Rocky Johnson, the great one. (laughs) There, even better than the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Man, but that's Taker, the, here's how here's how you know he was going to be telling stories. They didn't let this man use the mic at on the on the ring set that like the podium. They hooked him up to a mic, mm-hmm. and we heard we heard some things that first of all first of all they gave him like five minutes of just cheers. Well, I mean it's the Undertaker. Ring. Yes, I know. But the fact they gave him cheers and the fact the five minutes of just hit just giving him praise says a lot. 
Exactly. He couldn't now, get a word. He couldn't get a word in. He was like, "Oh my god, this is great." It's the Undertaker. The stories that he had, the people that he thanked. Like he had a, the, a great story about Yoko. He had a great story about Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane. Uh, the mayor, the ma- Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor himself. You know, he's uh, talking about his political views, but hey, he's uh, a mayor. He, he talked about Vince, you know, and people usually aren't allowed to talk about Vince, but he talked about Vince. Hmm. And you know, okay. you know, you know that's true too. Oh yes. Nope. Nobody's able to talk to Vince, or talk about Vince, because Vince doesn't feel like he needs to be in the forefront. Um, he talked about the uh, the people who made his gear over the years, um, mm-hmm. to the people in the back, to the, his family, who was right front and center. That's actually, honestly, uh, this is the truth. Um, Michelle McCool and uh, Mark have done a really, really good job at hiding their kids from all social media. Like a really good job. And that was the first time I had ever seen the face of his daughter. And I was like, oh, my God. The similarities are uncanny. That's him. That's him. That's not her. That is him. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're like, man. Uncanny. Uncanny. Uh, But... Yeah, it was a great speech, nonetheless. And, you know, it's actually one of those ones that, if if anybody is listening, you should go back and Um, re-listen. Thank God. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But... Download the Peacock app, rewatch that one. And also, let's give a quick shout-out to the other Hall of Famers that made that class. Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner, the Steiner brothers, who was inducted by... he went first, went inducted by his uh, son, Braun Breaker. Son son of Rick, nephew of Scott. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that even he acknowledged, like, they gave him a live mic. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? Uh, Charmel, uh, Queen Charmel, being inducted. Uh, that was... Um, oh, hey, Queen Charmel. For oh, hey. she is so eloquent on the mic, like genuinely eloquent. Her speech was well done, everything was perfect. Um, and Booker, man, he's so happy for his wife. He's so, oh, happy I mean, for his yeah, wife. yeah. Um, and then the late Vader and his family there. Yeah, rest in peace, Vader. Should have been earlier, but hey, better late than never. You know what? We kind of. I just remember. Do you remember a few years ago when me and you were talking about Vader getting in, uh, getting into a match with a certain Will Ospreay? Yes. You remember? uh, This is the fact that look at Ospreay now compared (laughs) to then. Ospreay's on top of the world. Yeah, um, and then also the Warrior Award winner, the late Shad Gaspar, um, his son, 
Yeah, you could tell his son did not want to be on that stage. It's not so much. It's not so much didn't want to be on the stage. It was like super emotional. He misses his dad, but he did what any good good father would: give his life for his kid. Exactly. I mean, I I would do the same thing uh, for my kid if I whenever I'm not. I don't have any kids right now, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. The, the, the whole show, ceremony, the, show, is, the whole the whole thing was all about Tiger, and it's also uh, let's also give a huge shout out to uh, Corey Graves and Kayla Braxton for being great hosts of the Hall of Fame ceremony. Now, when I was there live, there was a little bit of mic issues; we could barely hear hear the hear the people on the stage. But they who was the who was the only one you could hear perfectly? Uh, obviously, Taker, because his mic was right next to his face. Yes. Um. And also, there was the SmackDown before that, where well, I'm just going to bring up. The, I'm, just, I'm just going to bring up the. Sm- I'm just going to bring up the small things. Uh, Ricochet retaining his Intercontinental Championship, uh, and Mad Cat Moss winning the Armbar, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm bringing up. That's um, all you need to bring up now about now, your about your story ri- about Ring of Honor Supercar. The Ring of Honor show um, was okay. So it was two things for me. One, it was the first time going to a Ring of Honor event. I don't care if it's AEW affiliated or not, because uh, yeah, we know Ring of Honor was purchased by AEW. Um, it was the first time going to one of those. Met Brian Zane there. Shout out to Wrestling with Regret, um, and. It was also the first time I was able to take my cousin to a wrestling show, just period. He had never been to a wrestling show. And lo and behold, we possibly get one of the best matches of the year on that show. <sighs> and he, and it's, it's a tag team match. Of course it is. It's FTR versus the Briscoe brothers for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. This also set up future things with FTR, who practically now have turned completely babyface after this. Um, that still sounds weird to me. I'm just well, saying it, it is because one, they're not affiliated with uh, Tully Blanchard right now. Two, this match was everything you want in a uh, tag team match. Everything you wanted, huh? Classic tag team wrestling. Brawling. Yeah. Blood. Um, not not a lot of blood, but blood. Not like Wheeler Yuta on AEW like two weeks ago, blood. But blood. Um, and like crazy stuff to the outside of the ring. Uh, ring psychology. Just chemistry inside the ring energy from the crowd which they're honestly it wasn't again it wasn't as big as the uh, AEW winter is coming show because there were so many events going on that weekend not everybody in the area could go to everything I mean GCW had shit uh, at least nine shows going on that weekend so Yes, FTR won that became the new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Uh, but also Are you set, mad? Up, set up the whole thing with the Young Bucks 
Jesus Christ, Bucks. Always getting into shit. The Young Bucks and freaking uh, FTR round you, what? Two. That was two. That was two. Round two. Um, where FTR retained, might I add. Um, but here was the funny thing about that moment, right? I had to go to the bathroom real bad. Oh, nature came calling, huh? Yeah. So after that match ended, because I held it, I ran to the I ran to the bathroom. <laughs> like there's no as, way as, you're I, right. as I am on near the urinal. Uh, do, okay. doing, doing, doing my business I hear, I hear a roar from the crowd uh huh and lo and behold it's the young bucks coming out and attacking the briscoe brothers in the ring and FTR and you're just That's, like <laughs> luckily if it wasn't for fan video online I would have never actually saw it properly and you're just like, God damn. This yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. come on. Um, but also some other things that happened on the show. Wheeler Yuta did become the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. Um, Minoru Suzuki became the Ring of Honor Television Champion. Winning his first North American title. Yeah. Um, and Jonathan Gresham retained his Ring of Honor championship. Uh, proceeds to get uh, come out. Uh, Jay Lethal seems to come out and uh, tries to jump um, Jonathan Gresham. And uh, it was him and Sanjay Dutt who were doing it. And mm. Samoa Joe made his return to Ring of Honor and Loki his debut for AEW right there um officially signing with aew um and now we have seen um what do you remember the the um the indian dude who used to play for the who got drafted by the dallas mavericks no i do not honestly okay we drafted an indian dude um um I, i know his last name is singh um he debuted with AEW that Wednesday after Joe made his AEW debut in the Owen Hart uh, thing and also Samoa Joe is now the Ring of Honor television champion if anybody wants to know as well are you uh, are you upset about this? no not at all um, so I think they're setting up a uh, something between Jay Lethal and I think either Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe or Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. Um, and quickly before we get into everything else, I did want to talk about. Apparently, Tony Khan has another big announcement. Also, and I heard I heard that reveal was just kind of that heck? reveal was bad. But they kind of fixed the whole situation at Battle of the Belts, too. Um, so now, now I'll speak real quick about Battle of the Belts. Uh, yeah, another controversy. What are we talking about? Uh, Good Friday. Oh, Good it was reco- uh, it was recorded on Wednesday. 
it was recorded on Wednesday, but oh no 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 it, no no it was oh, actually my bad. It was recorded on Friday, shown on Saturday. Still, the, the uh, controversy. You know about the controversy, right? Good Friday. What about it? Apparently, there are some people upset with Adam Cole and Hangman Page on that last spot at the end, the Dead Eye. Oh, the fact that he placed the the barbed wire on the top of his head. Yep. That's only the religious nuts who are doing that. I don't look. I thought thought it to be a cool spot. So, I mean, I mean, it upset. Hey, it did upset some people. So it did, just so it you did, know it, about that. Con- it did upset some people, but I I could care less. Um, I mean, you. That's your opinion, but some people love their. Oh, you, you oh. you're right. You're right. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Um, what are you okay? What are you owing? Nothing, nothing, nothing of importance right now. We ain't is talking this, about that. Is this sports related? No, okay, thank you. Um, it's not, it's not sports related. You will see it very soon in the chat, in the off air chat. Okay, so now we get to talk about the wrestles of manias. Mm hmm. Now, and we are going to go in order because guess what? I don't need a call sheet to remember the order of these matches because Neither me do I. and Jeff were both in the building of both, both nights, nights. On, and surprisingly the same seats. <laughs> Just, hey, it worked. It yeah, worked. And you know what? We had energy uh, for night one. It wasn't nearly as much energy. We had our, our friend uh, James and his son Kale with us as well. On night one, and oh my goodness, this was the night that everybody was anticipating, and holy fuck, did it deliver! I will say it, it delivered. We're oh, in, yeah. uh, even though we are going to start with a bit of a bummer. Uh, uh, it's Boom. not, and it's, it's not anybody's fault. It was the SmackDown. Okay, let me let me complain about one thing though. Can I complain about one thing? Which is it? You open the doors at 4.30. Uh-huh. Show didn't start till 7. Okay. Couldn't have actually tried to do the uh, the arm bar on... I'd rather to get it out the way on SmackDown. I'm um, I'm I, rather... I, WrestleMania is already I, long I, enough. I, we didn't get I, a... under, I understand that, but I'm also that person who would want to see a pre-show match... No, especially when you're there for two and a half hours, you have a two hour pre-show both nights on the USA network. (laughs) You're going to act. You're going to tell me that I'm wrong, that they didn't put any matches. You're going to tell me that I'm wrong. It, 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 It was kind of annoying. I mean, look, by the time the show started, I had already spent at least $40 on food. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to complain about. It's the friggin' stadium pricing. Well, I mean, that was normal. That's Texas. That's that's AT&T Stadium. Ah. Also, hey, night two, uh, them, them brisket nachos were banging. I mean, Ooh. you're welcome. <laughs> I bought those for myself. Oh, yeah, I guess you did. Uh, you, got that sam- you got that sandwich. You? Uh, you got me the sandwich. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, different story. That. But yeah, the first but, match on the card was 
the SmackDown Tag Team Championships between the Usos and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs, who were dressed in um, Mike's Harder Lemonade-related attire. Literally, yeah. like, brown and uh, yellow. Hmm. Which... I was like, cool, because we saw the commercial before the show started, and it was related to that, and I was like, oh, okay, why, why are they bringing this up? Dude from the commercial was in the front row, and they were dressed in the colors. I was like, oh, this is a uh, product placement if I've ever seen it. Uh, the 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 biggest product placement of the whole damn show, which was surprising. Not, no, in, in, incorrect, incorrect, incorrect. Oh, what's second, that? Good? Oh, second most product placement. Okay, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, exactly. But um, it was a good match to start. Like it was starting off pretty good. Uh, Rick Boogs was going for a, uh, I think a big. I'm almost guaranteed probably like it was going to be a squat to a Samoan drop kind of spot. But when he tried to get, I think it was when Jay hopped on, because he already had Jimmy on his shoulders. Yeah. When Jay, when Jay tried to hop on his shoulders, his knee buckled. Uh, so Hard. We and we were like, we, a, they, they didn't show it on this broadcast, but we saw the ref through the ads. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, we, oh no. Oh, he no. ended up tearing his, quad uh, his quad and his meniscus so yep. everybody who's like whoever's saying six months this ain't That's no six it, month this ain't to no 12 six, months he's out a, for a year he's out for at least a year in my opinion because it took triple h a year to come back from a well triple h is also a freak but triple h is a hunter is now no longer wrestling because he has a defibrillator inside of him yeah, we found out all the details of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Um, and you know what? He doesn't need to be doing it. He's He had a career. He had a great career. Uh, but let's not get off track yet. Um, yeah, we ain't talking about that right now. But the Usos ended up retaining. Um, they were going to retain regardless, but that really just kind of killed the vibe of the whole match. Yeah, and I will, we'll talk about the afterwards of both of these matches later on uh, because it has... It, we it did, it dealt with both the bloodline. Both their matches were kind of hit with injuries. Yeah. Um, the beginning and the end. Next match on the card. What was that? It was um, McIntyre Corbin. <sighs> you know what? This could have been. Did, this could have been on. This really could have been on SmackDown. This, this could have been. This could have been on the pre-show. I mean, they did hype up the fact that Corbin under, was undefeated ever since, since changing happy. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that no one's ever kicked out of the end of days until now. Until now. Um, that was the, that was one of the most protected finishers in all of wrestling. I'm like, wow. Yeah, exactly. The fact that they protected um, it that long. And yes, it gets McIntyre on Mania. He's destined for better things <laughs> but eventually yeah. look look it's more of like with time it's gonna happen uh, I mean they're already teasing you know future championship matches with uh, McIntyre um, eventually but eventually and then also you got, 
You gotta um, get over the Ro- the the Roman problem. McIntyre also decided to cut the ropes. Which I'm like, okay, <laughs> that did nothing for me. Yeah, almost tried to cut uh, Madcap in half, literally. Um, which I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, scary as fuck, but that's kind of cool. Like, imagine somebody coming at you with a, a sword that big. No. And now we know. Now we know for sure that some bitch is sharp. Yeah. I, I was never like, left it. I thought I thought it was a dull a sword. I I didn't know it was like, oh, okay, we're going here. Great. <laughs> and whilst that, like, you know, McIntyre got his win. Corbin ended up turning on Madcap on SmackDown afterwards. Madcap has a bright future. Yeah, Riddick Moss has a great future. But you know, it is. Well, it's the it's a wait and see game. As yep. long as they don't put him in another fight club or, you know, have him running after the twenty four seven championship again, you know, we'll be fine. Probably mid card title. Yeah, maybe you know him versus Ricochet at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like literally as the ropes were being repaired, uh, we had the entrances for the Mysterios versus Logan Paul and the Miz. This was the surprise. This was the surprise outcome. This is also one of those ones that, um, yeah, everybody is hates on celebrity matches because of how bad no. they've been. Not that it's the fact that the certain Logan Paul, he's not a likable person. He's not. At least he's not his brother. He is not. It's still a Paul. It's still a Paul. Both are obnoxious. But Logan at least understands. You know, hey, still obnoxious. Still obnoxious. I actually appreciate the fact that one, he did train for this. Two, he appreciates the business even more now three like he tells people it's like yo those bumps aren't fake they're literally landing on plywood most of the time and it is not it's not soft at all at all and and also i was listening to impulsive right uh his podcast afterwards because he had the fact that uh, you actually give the fact no 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 it's because look uh, he had also he had becky he had Sasha on. Um, and then he also talked about his match. He actually said he never practiced the suplexes or the the five-star frog splash. That was on the fly. Why are you listening to him, first of all? But hey, we ain't getting him that. Well, it's because I wanted to hear what he was thinking about WrestleMania. His thoughts about it. I'd rather not. Um, the kid, I, 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 did that, I did that just so I can, he's a natural heel, but natural. also at the same at the same time, his soup, his three amigos was really good. Perfect. If it was on the fly, it was really good. That was all on the fly, and then the fo- the frog splash. He had never done that. I mean, it's not Montez Ford or RVD or Eddie Frog Splash, but not bad. It was good. It was good for a Frog Splash. I'm like, shit. But, but at the end of the day, I thought the Mysterios were going to win because the heels don't need to win. But then it was the post-match angle. And I'm like, okay. 
it's so, more, it was more of a setting up Logan Paul as a face, which I personally believe will not work. It it will not work. Probably a match at SummerSlam between Logan Paul and The Miz, and him as a face. Yeah, good. Yeah, good luck with that. I I know. Um, now. The is is this the time where we got the the women's championship match? The you mean the best? You mean the best match of the night? Let's talk about the intros real quick on those two matches on that match this, in particular. Th- before we get into that, this match, the build, and the the match that we got, this feel like a legit WrestleMania match. This was easily the best match of the whole night. It's not even close. No, it is close. It's it's not close. <laughs> I it's know close. what meant. I know what match you probably think it's close. I know that's second, but right now, in terms of build, storyline, and payoff, not it's even close. close. It's close. Not close to me. <laughs> now you're talking about the whole the whole package. I understand. I'm talking why the whole package. It is the it is the best. That is the best match of the night. Which, but, in my opinion, I still say that should have been the last match of the night. I'm kind of glad it I wasn't. Get, I'm kind of glad get it wasn't. Why? Now we'll talk about that though. Um, but this first Becky with the the Marvel esque entrance with the Cadillac with the cat getting out of the Cadillac, the white Cadillac on stage um, to beyond Bianca, beyond getting the marching band. I think Not it was Stephen F. Austin. No, it was uh, Texas Southern. Texas Southern. An HBCU. Hey. Out of Houston. So, it's like that's, this- I think that's the coolest part about it. It's like, okay, they actually took the time and got uh, some uh, more black representation on stage for your African American women's champion, well, now women's champion, Bianca Belair. And this 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 result really erased that BS that happened at friggin' SummerSlam. Exactly. It really this did. Really, I'm like, okay, you're forgiven for SummerSlam because the you besides SummerSlam they have booked Bianca Belair as perfect as a face you can do, as you can. Exactly. Exactly. She's like the only legit baby face that they've booked so well. It's ridiculous. Becky, let's be honest, she didn't start off as a face. They wanted her as a heel, but the fans were not having it. This is true. They weren't. They weren't. Ha- they weren't having it at all, so they had no choice but to turn her face. But Bianca, I would dare say she is probably the best NXT call up they've ever done. It's true. In, re- um, in recent memory, yes, she is the best NXT call up they've done properly. It is true. Like uh, Bianca Belair, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will be honest with you. Out of any of those girls that be um, what I call the 
dusty school of hard knocks. Um, she's the one. She's the one. I know she's not decorated as Flair. Flair, Flair literally writes herself. Flair writes herself. Bailey, she's had her ups and downs. Sasha, mm-hmm. they can't, they can't, they can't keep a title on her. <laughs> Becky, they've they got her right when she snapped and turned. Honestly, Ill. who says they? WWE. No. Here's the thing. Let me rephrase this. Charlotte was a WWE product. Yeah. Bailey got herself over. Sasha got herself over. Becky got herself that, over. And not not an NXT. No. In WWE, it was on purely the main WWE. Roster. It was on the main purely roster. on the main roster. Becky was the epitome of get yourself over. Um, and then Bliss. Now, all right, and then another honorable mention: Bliss. She can get oh, herself. She can get herself over with any gimmick. Although the gimmick that she currently has, we leaves much to be desired. But well, we'll see can, what happens. Though we'll see what happens. Rhea Ripley. They didn't know what to do with her. I mean, NXT, she was fantastic. She's been yeah. the Raw. She's been the Raw Women's Champion. But then after that, they didn't know what to do with her. They, they didn't know the book her as a face. Give them some time. Give them some time. She's right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Tony. I'll, yeah, right. Give them but, time. Give them time. After she lost the flair, sure. I'm just, I'm just really happy that we got the result that we got. It need um, like it needed to be for. Freaking Bianca Belair. It apps the story right itself. If Bianca did not win this match, ooh, this. But honestly, the 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 match was great. Becky did get her with one good shot, one kick to the face, and gave her a black eye. (laughs) Um, but it wore like like wore like a exactly wore it like a champ. But what I'm concerned about is. What now? What do you do with her now? Who? Do you have her drop the belt at Mania again? I mean, at SummerSlam again, then get it back? Well, notice one thing we haven't seen so far is Becky Lynch on our TV screens. Well, she was in Dark Mansion and Syracuse, but we ain't. And she did have a little interview. This is true, but I will say this. Um, whatever they do. If anything, uh, oh, actually, they, here's the here's the next thing that's happening. I'm, Sonia, Sonia Deville. That's not that's a nice filler match. That well, means she, I feel like that means that with, Sonia is not going to be a part of the management team anymore. Eventually, but hey, good to see her back in the ring. But uh, Sonia, also, Sonia, Adam Pierce is going probably going to be in charge. Oh yeah. And it's weird. I, I I still remember Adam Pierce in Ring of Honor. So, oh, um, by the way, by the way, Tony, I sent you a little message off air. Message off air. That's what I was owing for. Oh, oh, oh! I'll just go ahead and say it, ladies and gentlemen. They have uh, dropped a Thor: Love and Thunder trailer. Mm, I'm like, 
Oh. Um, now, let's get to let's get to the big stuff. The big stuff. The worst kept name? secret of the weekend. Oh, it, I, the it worst kept secret of the weekend. And you, you said of- I was wrong. You thought it was going to be you, somebody I wanted else. You, I wanted you to be right, but knowing WWE and how they fucked up sometimes. Yeah, I know. And like, this is I'm why like, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. They didn't fuck this one up. They didn't <laughs> fuck this one up. No, they did not. This made me. This was made me very happy. And Seth Rollins comes out, you know, with the package, you know, with the. I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to WrestleMania. And Yay. jumps on Vince like McMahon's Tom... desk. Okay, Tom Cruise. Why would you jump on Vince's desk? Uh, but nonetheless, we didn't. Was they gave us a little bit of the dramatics too because they did the pyro on the ring post and the pyro up the ramp. Dude. Calm down. Now, go ahead. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah. Um, Wrestling has more than one royal family. The crowd went evil. was absolutely ecstatic. I mean, we all jumped up. We all knew as soon as we heard Cody Rhodes music. And the fact that it wasn't a change of gimmick it wasn't it was, a change of style it was still the blonde cody rhodes also you can't you can't change his gimmick he wears it around his neck and that i don't know i don't know how many times i had to say it i don't know how many times I said, the man has his gimmick on his fucking his, neck i'm like jesus christ that ta- don't that tattoo is hideous you know what? If that's the way you have to keep your gimmick, that's the way you have to keep your gimmick. Are we? Am I upset about it? Not really. And are we also understanding that Cody Rhodes, over the six years that he was gone from WWE, this man made his name bigger. <laughs> he went around the world and made his name bigger. He, his footprint is forever ingrained on the industry. Because of AEW and what he did. Giving people opportunities. Made you happy. Not just the AEW thing, just being able to prove to, to the doubters, Meltzer, that you can put on a show that's as big as a WWE pay-per-view without yeah. without a, a company behind you. Wrestlers can put on a great show. All in was the reason AEW came to be. And still That was Cody he, in the Bucks. Still, he still comes out looking like Homelander. I'm just saying. And yes, he understands the joke. I I did watch the bump. But Cody understands that people call him Homelander. Um, he there was another reason why he uh, has that get up. Um, 
but yeah, he he gets the Homelander gimmick. Um, I, he he looks like Homelander. But you I'm know what? Me. You know what? It's still cool. It's still Cody. Now he's probably losing his first match at WrestleMania Backlash. Probably not. Nah, 50-50 booking. I almost guarantee he does not lose that match to Seth at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, I'm going to take Seth because it sets up Cody, Cody here's, Seth 3. Here's what we'll do, Jeff. How about this? Friendly wager like we did at WrestleMania. Oh, dear Lord. All right, because me and Jeff betted a beer or, a, or food, food item. or something. I was more than willing to pay that because I, I wanted too. to be happy. I was too. I was going to laugh if you were, if I'm like, oh my God, Tony would have been so mad if it was Shane. Oh God, if it was Shane McMahon, I would have been pissed off. But yeah. let's make a friendly wager. Oh no. For WrestleMania Backlash. Now you ready? This involves the Texas Rangers. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I'm what? Making... I gotta get you a ticket or something? If I win, I'm not going to no Red Sox game. You pay for tickets. It'll be high as hell and it'll be cheap for if a Red Sox. If you win. I pay for tickets. And no, it's not going to be the Red Sox. On one, I'll do it on one if, condition. It's it not the Red Sox. If you win your game of choice, if I win uh, my game of choice, and here's the reason it's not going to be a Red Sox game, they come to town the first week in May. Uh, first, wait, the first week of May? Yep. May 5th, 6th, 7th. That's Dr. Strange. Hell no. Yeah, I'm watching Dr. Strange as well. So Hell no. As, and... My thing is, as long as it's not the Red Sox, you got a deal. But still, um, let's make that deal. Like, off, like, shake on that, low-key. Um... But now we talk. We're we going to talk about the other championship match. Look, I, I like the match. I, I think there was a little spots between Flair and Ronda that were meh. Oh, also, here's the thing. Uh, before you get to that, Matt, Seth and Code, it took four crossroads. Can we please give can we please give Cody a, a better finisher? He has a better finisher. He just hasn't pulled it out yet. Four crossroads. What the Cody cutter? No, um, it's a um, I forgot what it was. It's 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 a, like it, it starts in the pedigree position, but it's like a it's something else. Oh, um, but. Just give them time. They'll get something. Um, but yeah, Flair and Ronda. It was it was good. I mean, now because of the result of this match, because it being so okay, the finish of the match oh. was like, who? Wait, what the hell just happened? And here's Tony. Here's the thing. 
no, this was a lose-lose situation because you know how people feel about Flair and Ronda. Oh God, she needs a manager. Her promo skills are garbage. And listen, Flair, the rumors going up to Mania that it was she was going to retain, but we all know people were skeptical. Like, oh, are, is Ronda actually going to stick around? I'm like. Yeah, she signed a year-long contract. Of course, she's sticking around. Um, but, Ron, Tony, but, you agree but, with me? Ronda, her promos are garbage. They are. Because like, uh, she, she, like, she doesn't care. She sounds like she doesn't care and just like, ugh. I, I wish they would go ahead after, after, no, after this feud, turn her heel. Because if you remember correctly, when Rhonda didn't give a fuck about anybody, her promos were killer. Like, I do remember that. She got better with the promos because she was able to be free and say what she wanted. When you put a script in front of this woman, she's not going to be enthused about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I clearly remember the fact that she was, like, getting mad at the fans and how, like, how passionate her promos were because of that. That was perfect. That was perfect. So, the fact that we're getting Charlotte Ronda round two at WrestleMania Backlash in an, an, I, I, in an I, quit. I quit match, that actually may work. I can't see none of the, I can't see none of those two saying I quit. I could see Flair saying I quit. Oh God, you really want to put? Oh. I could. I could see Charlotte Flair saying I quit. Oh, because I don't know if the word quit is in Rhonda's vocabulary. <laughs> Because the last time she lost a UFC fight, she got her ass knocked out. It was like TKO, wasn't it? Yeah, she didn't quit. She like, she lost that man. She lost that man to New Year's. And Holly Holm. Now I gotta bring it up. Um, Ron, like Ronda. Uh, now, now, Jeff. Now let's get to the good stuff. The best stuff of night one. The best stuff, Tony. I've, I've rewatched this. I'm like, the build could be so much better. What the what? Build, the KO? KO Who gives Co- a shit, Tony? It's Who gives cheap a sh- Jeff, that's exactly what they were trying to do. And guess what? KO. Let's think about this. Let's think about this real quick. How long? Look, Kevin Owens was in Ring of Honor. He was one of the indie guys who came up through uh, NXT and made it to the main roster. Think about this. A certain Jim Cornette in 2011 or 2012, one of the two, said that Kevin Owens would never, he would never be a person to main event WrestleMania. Guess what, Jim? This son of a bitch found a way to main event WrestleMania not just with anybody with Stone Cold Steve Austin I get that but the point of just bashing Ted's is I'm like you could have bashed 
Stone Cold's legacy. You could have made it was personal. never about it was never about the legacy. It was never about the legacy. It was the fact that one, you're gonna get heat with the people in the arena. You could have gotten enough of that if you just attacked Stone Cold's legacy. I'm not saying the bill was bad. I'm just saying the bill was kind of cheap and could have been better. It doesn't matter. It, it got what we wanted and also something that we didn't expect. An actual match with Stone Cold Steve Austin 19 years after he retired. And as much as I'm the person to be like, yeah, uh, they did this for cheap meat. God damn it. At least it was at WrestleMania. At least it was one night only. Take her, t- take her, don't come back. Please don't come back for a match. Please don't. don't yeah, I'm no, all in a no. I don't know. No. no. Don't. Do not, just don't. Especially if, if we're going to talk about a Saudi payday. Boy, I better not see no, you there. No, don't, don't do it. Although he said never say never. Like, stop. Just stop it. Just stop. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> just no, stop. No, no. But listen. You went out on top. You had one of the best cinematic matches in WWE history. That's yeah. well recognized. Just and let, it me, and let me be this person for this match in particular. It didn't need to be, you know, a technical masterpiece or didn't it? It just hit the nostalgia factor. And it, also the fact that well, I had never seen Stone Cold do this before. Uh, this man was drinking beers in the middle of the match. Yes, I have never seen this man do this before. And you know he, what? He, God damn it! That El Segundo Broken School IPA must be damn good to keep doing that. I mean, it's so get cold. it, get, get it, it at your local Total Wine in Texas. Boom, man! And you've had that IPA, haven't it's you? It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Okay, then I'll take your word for it. I'm not a beer drinker. Oh, neither am I. But uh, you know. I do got a bottle of whiskey over here. So uh, if you ever want to take I a good mean, shot that, of uh, that, whiskey. That's, a, that's hard liquor. Different if you, story. If you want a good whiskey, just uh, holler at me and I'll give you a good recommendation. Uh, but no, seriously, though. Um, look. It worked. They even went to the outside of the ring. Did a, Steve took a suplex to the concrete and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, okay, okay, Steve." And I didn't, I, I didn't see that on the screen. I saw that. I looked down, and I was like, "Where the fuck are they?" And yeah, I saw I Steve. Mean, I saw Steve's the, big. The fa- I saw Steve's big ass body going through the air. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but listen, let me say this. the fact that Kevin Owens was able to like I'm going to say this one more time Kevin Owens was able to main event night one of Wrestlemania hell he main evented a night of Wrestlemania and I'm sure KO and his he was like this is an honor I mean oh, Tony that was his Stone fucking Col- idol Tony let's be honest if Stone Cold tell you hey you, I want to stun you I'm like Man, it would be an honor. <clears throat> I want to hear like down the line when you know Kevin gets an opportunity to talk about it. I want to hear the story of how the match got brought up. 
I want to hear how everything got brought up. Um, but now we get into night two. That's just night one. Jesus Christ. That was just night one. And also night night, night two. two. Let's start let's start properly. Started with the game coming down the ring, leaving his boots in the ring. Signifying, hey, I'm done. And also saying, Welcome to WrestleMania. Also, look, it's the fact that we got to see the Triple H entrance in person one more time. One last time. I mean, it sucks. You know. Hey, your priorities are health. Exactly. We don't need him to hurt himself anymore. Um, Yeah. First match on the night. From night two. Great. This was a this was the better tag team match. Let's oh yeah. Here. Oh yeah. Because you have three teams who could work their ass off between RK Bro, the Street Profits, and the Alpha Sheesh Academy. Uh, yeah, my, yeah. Dog, that that shush that came over the speakers. I was like, yo, that's annoying as fuck. Also, okay, 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 okay. Jeff, I gotta talk about it. It's it just oh. popped in my head. Um, I, my experience at WrestleMania re- realized that if I'm gonna be sitting that close to a stage, I need to bring earplugs. Oh, this that was perfectly fine, bro. That was loud as fuck. I don't know what the fuck fine is to you. That was perfectly fine. I'm like, bro, okay, and yeah, I'm not, I didn't mean you it. know I am not the only person who thought this. You saw many people in that area covering their ears when the pyro was going off and i was just sitting here like okay this is good this is great what is your sound levels are you are you hard of hearing because that shit hurt <laughs> answer the question answer the question <laughs> i mean i'm perfectly fine mm-hmm. um, so literally night two i brought my ear uh my beats headphones that had noise canceling on it so I can properly take in the prior fireworks because Cody's entrance in particular triggered the fuck out of me. Oh, that was great. I mean, the- <laughs> like, goddamn, man. <laughs> and then we realize every time he comes out on Raw, the amount of <laughs> fucking pyro that this man gets every single time. Is- They're going to have to stop. <laughs> I'm like, bro. And now they've gotten rid of the ramp. It was the elevated lift, and now they got it like a Goldberg esque smoke show for him. Coming. I'm all for. I'm not. This ain't. This is. Per, this is perfectly fine. I'm like, it was kind of ridiculous to do the ramp in the first place. Say if you go to like if you do another special stage setup, fine. Do the lift, you know. But the pyro thing is kind of clever. It's like smoke and then pow, and then Cody's there. It's like oh shit. <laughs> all right. Um, also, apparently, I didn't know this. Uh, apparently, each of his jackets probably weigh at least 50, 60 pounds. Man. So he's over here looking like Piccolo when he takes off his jacket. He's like, ah, I could do anything. Or he's no, no. Better, better comparison. He's more like Rock Rock Lee. You know, take the weights off the ankles. Woo! Let's focus back on night two, sir. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, the triple threat tag team match was incredible. Um, yeah, it was great it's spots. Good... Uh, 
uh um let's talk about uh riddles rko <laughs> out of I'm nowhere aware. i was like he, what? Wait he, a did a, he did a springboard rko on friggin montez ford mm-hmm. and boy montez ford can sell and then gable went for his uh shooting star press and guts gets rko'd out of the air as well um but let's talk about the aftermath because RKO retained. RK bro. Yeah. Let's talk about the aftermath. Gable Stevenson in the ring. Beating up on Chad Gable. Tony, let's be honest. Uh, RK bro. Ah. Did you ever think this tag team would be as successful as it is? I'm like. Not at all. Wow. This, at all. <laughs> this um, is, I feel like Riddle has rejuvenated Orton. Riddle is like, having. It, Randy Orton right now is having the best time of his career. The, he's having the best time of his career. Um like, like he's like wow like wow Riddle has done wonders for Orton. <laughs> also, he if did. anybody wants to look in uh an interview up, um go to the Out of Character Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, that is Ryan Satin of WWE on Fox's uh, podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. He actually did an interview with Randy Orton before Mania, um, and it's it's in Dallas. It's in person with a lot of people, um, but it's it's a great interview. I, I suggest you look that one up. And also, also uh, this week, I I don't normally like suggesting podcasts. Clearly, but- you've done more than you. And I'm also I'm also uh, suggesting another episode that's coming out this week of Ryan Satin's podcast because he had Cody on. This and this is this week. And this was after Mania, so he he's going to get down to nitty gritty. Also, uh, off subject, that man had the cutest proposal to his uh, now fiance that I have ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, that's right. We still got to get uh, Cody's wife on WWE. This is true. Um, Ryan Satin ended up proposing to his uh, girlfriend at a David Buster's. Wow. I was like, oh, that's quite a interesting no, and, and place. If you, if you saw the way he did it and the story behind it, I was like, oh, okay. Now back to topic. Back to uh, night too, sir. And actually, let's also do the follow up for this match. So. Now, Usos and Orton and Riddle now are going to be unifying the tag team championship belts at WrestleMania Backlash. Notice, which means RK, which means RK Bro is about to lose the tag title. Unless, no, stop it. Unless somehow, some way. They give the belts to Randy and Riddle, and I and I'm not giving uh, the name Randy justice. Like it's not the way Riddle says it at all, at all. Randy, <laughs> oh lord. Um, but no, seriously, I think this is going to be a great match. The promos between these two teams already. Jesus Christ. Orton went on a on a hell of a rant. 
well, a hell of a promo uh, on SmackDown this week. And I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. I ain't heard this in a minute. Um, but yeah, what was the second match on the card? Uh, I don't think, was it Knoxville? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, it wasn't that. That was the third match. That was the third match. Third or fourth match. Third or fourth. It wasn't a, it wasn't a. No, it wasn't that. No. Oh, so I could just look this up. I'm actually you could, but yeah. you, 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 Mister, I know these off of memory that we went. Oh, I what? Look, there's some things that I'm like, uh, I forgot what order. Like I remember the matches happening, but the order of the matches, I'm, I'm uh, not very good with. Uh, let's see. There's that, and keep going, keep going. Uh oh, oh, there we go. oh, ta- the women's, uh, no, nope. women's tag nope. teams. No, it wasn't. What? No, it was almost. Oh, no wonder we no wonder we forgot <laughs> we about it. We forgot that. about it for a good reason. <laughs> oh, Omos versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Also, Bobby's I mean, entrance it, was sick. That was it's sick. Just to, it's just to get Bobby. It's just like Drew. It's just only there to get Bobby on the WrestleMania card. But this also was, it, it did kind of set up a another story. Um on the because yes, Bobby Lashley beat Omos. Um, well, and it wasn't, a, wasn't a particularly great match, but it was it was it did its job. But the thing after WrestleMania, the night, the Raw after Mania, uh, the thing he about came this, out. Uh, he came out with Montel Vontavious Porter, but then MVP. Omos uh, comes comes out says he wants a rematch, and then MVP proceeds to turn his back on Bobby Lashley. Didn't I call it? Didn't I yeah. call that? Yeah, you did. And also, now Omos is his new client. And we did. We both said, hey, this man needs a mouthpiece. Who would be better than MVP? Now, but it's a shame because now the promo work that freaking MVP is doing, he's like, I made you. If it wasn't for me, I wasn't. You were not even going to be in title hunt, title pictures. Ooh, that's good. I'm like. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I'm like, damn, I, that pairing between Lashley and MVP was brilliant. I'm a little bit upset that it came to an end. I'm actually just really glad that, like, I remember there was a few years there where I thought MVP would never be back in the company. And now he's in a prominent role on WWE television. So it, everything's working. Um. Now you may talk about the women's tag team championship match. Uh, I mean, they gave Sasha a Lamborghini. No, wrong, wrong again, wrong again. Next match on the card was Sammy and Knoxville. Uh, he wanted to avoid it, but he can't. Uh, Dude, Jeff. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, again, uh, Jeff. Did not like the idea of this match whatsoever, because uh, he never was a fan of Jackass. I'm still not, and never will be. But, but it has its place on this card for a reason. And it some works. people like Looney Tunes stupidity. But look, 
it was entertaining. That's it did all it exact, was. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. It actually ended a storyline that had actually been going on since the Royal Rumble. It it, it was a good three month build, and also everybody has Sami Zayn's phone number. Uh yeah, which is a joke. They really do have Sami Zayn's phone number. Uh, also, um, stop calling him, by the way. Oh no, I will not. Um, I uh, was actually very happy to see the the folks from Jackass, yeah. the, the series itself, get involved in the match, especially Wee Man. Can't go wrong with Wee Man. But this all the gimmicks, the um, the the fire extinguishers, to the giant hands, to uh, it had it. It's Looney Tunes. It's literally Looney Tunes, basically. But it's also got Sami Zayn another WrestleMania match. And apparently, Sami loved this match. He loved the idea of this whole thing. So I mean, he was the one. He was the one like Loki booking himself. If we really want to be honest, um. But it, yeah, everything worked in this. Everything worked. The crowd but was happy. The crowd yeah. was ecstatic for this. Ecstatic. Um. But yeah, like I enjoyed the fuck out of it, and I know the the folks that we were sitting next to definitely enjoyed the fuck out of it. Not for me. When you, like I when said, you, when you, not again, for me. It's not for the 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 more steady wrestling watchers like me and you it's more that match was more for the casuals to get new eyeballs on the product and guess what I'm Fucking very much aware and it did night, night two was for the new watchers I will, that's what I'll call it night two was for the new folks um, well, now one meant for us yeah um, now the women's tag team uh, the women's tag team match all Sasha Bates came out of a Lamborghini. Enough said. Um, no, not enough said. Uh, let's also talk about Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley coming out as Batman and Catgirl. Uh, the most okay. domin- the most dominatrix versions of those two characters I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that's all you, but uh, Lamborghini. Sorry. It was also green. I was like, I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, Green Lamborghini. Uh, it's a Lamborghini. You with no car would not say no to a Lamborghini. I know. And also Carmella coming out in uh, wedding attire. And already splitting with Selena Vega. That was quick. And oh, now yeah. next week, I'm get well, tonight, I'm calling right now. Rhea's going to turn on Liv. Probably. But yes, uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks won the tag team championships. Sasha's, Sasha's first, win, first, first win, win at WrestleMania. Long overdue. Which actually, in my opinion, should have happened six years ago. Uh, we ain't talking about that. That started the domination of Flair. It's the fact that we were there for the last one that she, for the one that she should have won. We were there. You she were the, crying like a little you were crying like a little kid. She had the Eddie Guerrero related gear and everything. With Snoop Dogg, yeah, we know. Oh my god, it still upsets me. It still upsets me. Find uh, your river. Now move on. 
All right, you want me to move on? Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, let me get to it. Let me get to it. No, not that. Please don't show me that. I am I'm currently fast-forwarding through the network. Oh, uh, now we get to it. Go ahead. Talk about it. What? Edge and AJ? Edge and AJ. Uh, the entrance for Edge. Um. Okay. I am like every other person on the internet. Way, way overhyped. No. I was not a fan of Edge's new music. I like it. No, no, but get hear me out. I'm listening. As soon as I saw the music with In this in, with this entrance, you're like, yeah, oh, I'm sure, in. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> you're and now you're, I'm like this music. Edge, you don't even have to change it back. If you keep getting um just just uh, Alter Bridge related songs, be my guest. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this match was good though. Uh, the ending was. Hmm? Ending uh, was questionable, but it sets up another. It sets up another rematch. And also, we were all wondering why Damian Priest wasn't on the card. This made up for it. This made up for it tenfold. Edge and Damian Priest are aligned. And, and you love, I love the pairing because it gives something, it gives Damien something to do. Also, why is Edge? He feels like the Dark Lord now. He okay, he, okay, Undertaker. Let, no, no, let me say this right. He looks like the exalted one. Oh, that's where you're going with. I feel feel like uh, you know they may be biting off a little more than they can chew with this one uh, Edge it reminds me of what the Dark Order is or was supposed to be um, now who else joins this faction that's the question uh, there's a few options. There's a possibility Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. There's also a possibility of uh, Tommy Ciampa, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I'll give a wild card out there. Uh, T-Bar. <laughs> Let me explain. He needs something. He drops the T-Bar name and goes back to Dominic Dijakovic. Imagine two big ass dudes and Edge. Damian Priest, Dominic Dijakovic, and Edge. Don't and you love the, pa- the don't feed you love the, the parent? Feed the women's division, Rhea Ripley, who is also big as fuck. Like, think about that real quick. Hmm. That whole scenario yells, yells perfection and with freaking uh, Edge running it I know it's in good hands oh it's very good hands and also I don't think let's be real I think Edge maybe has like two or three years left in him he wants to give I think he wants to give back before he 
Indeed, that's why this this is why this is perfect for him and he said when he came back he wants to end his career on his terms exactly now this this is my most annoying match of the weekend annoying (laughs) what why would you have the, the new day get squashed oh yeah I, I to be honest, I didn't even watch this match because I, po- I was waiting on the You were waiting on a refill on popcorn. It, it was it was in and out so fast, like you were gone and didn't even see it. And I'm like, well, this is bullshit. I mean, they ran. They didn't. It was supposed to be a match on night one, <laughs> but due to time constraints, they put it. They moved it to night two. But still, I was like, um, they had and they had plenty of time to give him a little bit. They had more. They had they had time to give him more time. You know, like yes, you had Roman and Brock on last. Yes, you still had the McAfee. Um, oh, we'll uh, get, we'll get to that in a bit. Come on, but just the fact that would okay. Let's just I want to talk about first the fact that. Woods and Kofi came out as their homie. Big E. Hopefully he can wrestle again. Yeah. Exactly. And the fact that, you know, he still get better E but same time I will be the person to say this it should have not it should have they should have given them a little bit more time I mean I went to I went to get a popcorn refill and then when I came back I see Taker show up for a second day I'm like yeah I'm not I'm not sending any more tears to you but like I I didn't even see the whole I didn't see the match I'm like what was the point yeah, and Rich Holland got the pinfall. Ugh. Yeah. Also, Butch. Hey, I'm all for it. Like, I like, I like, I like what they're doing. He's just yeah, an uncontrollable uh, madman. He's, he's literally a pit bull. A mad dog. Yeah. Like, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. <laughs> I like how he just. Li- Table, just like new day, smash. Now, Jeff, let's talk about the most entertaining part of the whole weekend. I don't know about entertaining part of the whole weekend. It's the most entertaining part of the whole weekend, hands down. The entire the entire world was talking about it because. Not even just wrestling fans, sports fans were talking about it. They were talking about Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Not so much Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, but Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. And it's because of all the stuff that he did at WrestleMania. First and foremost, WWE, how did you even get the rights? 
the oh, right. And you, this is like one of your dream <laughs> songs when you, if you ever did an entrance. Oh, and that was my dream entrance music. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't you do can't. that anymore. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Move on. I say you can't. Also, this man came out with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Of course he did. I, from what I understand, he didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> Football which player ma- makes, makes it sense. even better. Which makes it even better. Third, and Austin Theory and Pat McAfee had a great match. Also, let's not forget about the fact that Vince McMahon was sitting ringside for the entirety of that match. Cheering on his boy. Hey, I'm all for it. I mean, yeah, freaking... Yeah, he cheered. He was un. Michael Cole was an unbiased commentator. He was Uh-oh. biased hey, as Jeff, all Jeff, hell. Give me, Jeff. Give me just a second. I am going to be right back. Stay oh. on. Stay on. Oh, hey, he's going to disappear. He's going to take care of something. But yeah, Pat McAfee literally was in freaking credible in this first match. In this first uh, match. Did a swanton, did a moonsault, did a superplex, did everything he could. And did he get the win? Absolutely. On a on the oldest trick of the book, the surprise roll-up. But then we got the thing that just put this over the top. We're like, wait a minute. Wait, are we actually getting this? Pat McAfee was not set satisfied being a getting the victory over Austin Theory. He wanted to go after he got greedy and went up to go against Vince McMahon for some odd reason. And uh, then Vince took the shirt off and revealed he had the tank top. I'm like, oh no. No, Vince, you're a 78-year-old man. For the love of God, do not do this. This is a... This screams bad idea. This is an absolute bad idea. Don't do this. He actually got in the ring and actually had a match. After, of course... Austin Theory just kept attacking him, making it a two, basically, essentially a two-on-one. Ref couldn't do anything because it is Mr. McMahon. And I was just like, wow. I never thought in my wildest dreams I would actually get a Vince McMahon match at freaking um... WrestleMania. I never thought, I never actually thought I would get this. And for the record, Vince Man got the win, his first win ever at Mania. That's I'm like, well, wait, that that still kind of baffles me. Sure, we'll go with it. 
he hasn't had one in let that he hasn't had a win in mania ever in his 78 year old self let that just sink in jeez what kind of world are we in where Vincent Kennedy McMahon gets a win in 2022 over a NFL athlete former punter for the Indianapolis Colts went to the Super Bowl but he was part of that he was part of that Colts team that lost to my New Orleans Saints I'm just saying better luck next time Okay, let's let's talk about that though. Um, oh, yeah. See, I got I got never Tony. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams you would get a Vince McMahon match live? Well, let's, let's talk about let's talk about. Um, All right, let's talk about the fact that Austin Theory's spots were incredible. He did his thing. Or no, like for a guy, he's an. He was an NFL punter. An NFL punter who had dreams of being in, in a WWE ring. Like he had his match with Adam Cole, which was fantastic, my dad. He had his War Games match, which was fantastic, my dad. But, but for the casual people, people don't watch it. The casual people don't watch it, Steve. Exactly. But for the casuals who know Pat McAfee, they've seen the clips. They know what Ka- what McAfee can do. He just got magnified, magnified to the umps degree. Pat McAfee is now the most popular announcer in WWE. He didn't need that match to make him more popular. No, oh, no, I know, but it just worked. It worked. God, because he they don't have a filter on this man. If anybody has watched Friday Night SmackDown in recent months, Pat McAfee has made that show ten times Better. more entertaining. Ten times more entertaining. Just by the commentary alone. This is this is why people always argue right now. That SmackDown is the A show. Not mm-hmm. wrong. SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Then after McAfee got the win, after he, you know. Yeah, he brought he got greedy. He did the superplex off the top rope. Got a little greedy, you know, after the match. Got the surprise, got the surprise roll up too. Um Vince McMahon. Yeah. In While the you were gone, I brought that up. Softest match I've ever seen in my life, but still, it was between seventy-eight. Oh, give him a pass. He's a seventy-eight-year-old man, and yeah, Pat sold like a freaking. Oh my god, Pat selling was fantastic. Oh, the and then also Austin Theory kept uh, getting interfering, making it yeah. basically a two-on-one. Of course, but the best part about this. Vince, was the this, fact. Was, this was Vince's first win at Mania. First win at Mania. But after that, they proceed to try to embarrass Pat McAfee anymore, even more. And, you know, we nobody expected this. You kind of uh, have that in the back of your mind. You're like, 
Wait. Like once you what? saw Vince get in the ring, it's like, wait, what the hell is happening? <laughs> what? But no, we get a little uh, glass shatter Steve Austin appearance <laughs> for and, a second time. Um, for a second time. And, and he, he proceeds to put he on. It. And let's be real, he proceeds to put on the second, second worst. No, the Stone no, Cold Tony. second. We, we, no, second this is worse. worst Stone Cold. No, this is the second worst Stone Cold Center in history. No, this only, is worse. Only I've seen Linda. This is no, worse. That was so much worse. No, this was way worse. That was that one was so much worse. No. Also, we know for the at fact least Linda. At that, least Linda didn't fall back. Freaking Vince is like, oh, that little weak kick. She didn't happen. even fall, dude. She didn't even fall. She's just kind of like. Lint over. Like, Tony, this was worse. This also, let's just be real. We're talking about Vince McMahon, who at this time is 76 years old. 78. 76, I thought. 76, 78. He's in his his 70s, like mid-70s or high 70s. Yeah. At the same time. Mm-mm. Also, we got one of the better sells by Austin Theory first. And and I'm I, like, and let me let me talk to these Mark ass fans who said it was a disgrace to see Austin Theory sell like that. That was a good sell. What are you talking about? Let me talk to you, fucks. Are you guys out of your mind? Have you seen Scott Hall sells? Have you seen the way the Shane McMahon sells? Have, Have you, you seen... seen every single way The Rock sells? Don't talk to me about Austin Theory. Austin, that was a great sell. I, was a great they... sell. But you know who has the best sell? Pat don't McAfee. You, don't you say Pat. <laughs> it was Pat McAfee. The best sell of the night or the best sell of the summer ever? The best sell of the summer of the night. Okay, of the the night, Uh, yes, I'll give you that. Give me a second, I'll be right back. Yeah, what the... Yeah, apparently Vince, I mean, Pat McAfee, what's the one thing? Stone Cold is the Texas rattle. You do not trust a rattlesnake even though he's offering you beer. Yes, it will probably be the greatest honor ever to get a Stone Cold uh, stunner by Stone Cold, but you don't trust a rattlesnake. And he trusted a rattlesnake, drank some beers, and then got stunned, and then he literally just drifted, slowly went out the ring, and then even after the ring, Stone Cold gave him a beer outside the ring and still drinking that <laughs> he, had, he had one bear oh man two bears <laughs> three bears four bears you don't five th- bears if phone call off you to j- get in the ring and drink with him don't do it <laughs> you ought to learn your lesson right now no I'm gonna do it I'll take the stunner I'll sell <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a, he, he's an equal opportunity stunner. He, Unless you're family, you ain't safe from a stunner. 
<laughs> but Valid yeah, point. that was Valid very point. that that was very entertaining. I was like, this I didn't even ask for Vincent Man and a freaking uh Stone Cold event showing at night too, but I'm not gonna say no. Let me be the person to say this. This WrestleMania was a WrestleMania to give thanks to the past. To reminisce on all the good times that us older fans got to see and they gave it to us and said thank you. Thank you for always being there. Thank you for allowing us to entertain you over the years while trying to give you the best product on TV week after week. This is what this WrestleMania was. And that segment alone, that was the past, the present, and the future of WWE all in the ring at the same time. Tell me I'm wrong. That's a nice way of looking at it. Because I genuinely think Austin Theory is the future of WWE. You saw in the intro that they were saying, Vince was like, hey, future WWE Universal Champion. Probably. I, I, uh, I don't think he's wrong either. Give him a. Um, Give him uh, maybe two, three years. I mean, think about it. He's still a baby. He's still a baby. Yeah. You want to say he's like 24 years old? Yes, he's the age of Randy Orton when he won his first Universal Championship. Not Universal. World Championship. Yes. But, nevertheless. The main event time. Roman Reigns. The God mode. God mode. Universal champion. Versus they're really good. They're really gonna push him as the greatest of all time. I'm like I mean hey, let me say this like this. If you push him as the greatest of all time, the reason you do it is to get out of the shadow of one Hulk Hogan. He'll pass that. I mean, let's be honest. He'll pass that record. But will he get Bruno San Martino? Hell no. Well, Tony, he has to hold the title for eight years. We're already on two. He is not. In society, there is no way. Who says he has to hold both titles for eight years? Tony, he's not holding on to both titles for that long. I'll be damned. But this was entertaining. This was fast-paced. Exactly how you're supposed to do a Brock Lesnar match, period. Roman Reigns can work with anybody, too. We know this. We've seen this. He's worked with Kevin Owens. He's worked with Seth Rollins. He's worked with AJ Styles. He's worked with The Fiend. He's worked with Brock Lesnar. He's the worked problem with is, Bray the Wyatt. Problem is, the problem is 
they're booking themselves in the corner because there's not that many challengers left for Roman. Do they Indeed. even have a Roman there? Eventually, he's gonna have to drop the belt. Mm-hmm. But I say after next year's Romania. Because you know what the plan... You know the story writes itself. You know what they're crossing their fingers to do. And let's be real. I watched an episode of Young Rock. And um, a certain Joe Onawahi shows his face in an episode. Acknowledge me! So yeah, that's a match you can only see at WrestleMania. I'm like, oh, you, you, you gotta do it. You, if there was ever a time, wrestling in Hollywood, LA, at they, the story writes itself. You have got to get that match before Rock's time is up. Because you know what it's about? Jeff, you know what it's about, right? The family, the bloodline. No, it's he about won. drive. It's about power. We say hungry, we devour. So, and another thing, Roman <laughs> right right now might be the best. He'll always have of the Rock and his family. That's why you have to at least hold on to one of the championships, but if not both, I I, I not would say. He can drop one of the titles. Tony, he's not dropping any of the titles. I can tell you that I right can, now. I, I can tell you he can drop one of the titles. Tony, you that you just want you didn't want one of the titles to be separate again. It ain't happening. Get off that copium. Well, here's the thing. Okay, say if he doesn't drop both titles, right? Right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know who I <laughs> this is a wild prediction. You know who he drops it to? McIntyre, Cody, or other. Cody. It's not a wild prediction. It's probably going to happen, but he's not dropping. I don't want Cody anywhere near Roman until after next year's Mania. You know what I need to see? Next at some point, either at SummerSlam or hell, if you want to do it at Money in the Bank because it is a stadium show, or if you want to do it at WrestleMania next year, I need to see Cody Rose and Randy Orton as a match. As a match, the I'm all for it. Story writes itself. I'm all for it. It literally writes itself. And listen, the fact that, you know, it's about legacy. Like, not just in the literal, like, hey, the team name was Legacy. Both guys come from big wrestling families. Cody from the Rhodes family. And Randy from the Orton family. Yeah. Exactly. And look, we know their history together. 
there's a lot of matches that could happen over the year that could keep Cody busy without winning the United States Championship. Ooh. Actually. Jeb, what would you say if Cody Rhodes won the United States Championship as the American Nightmare? It would bring bring prestige back to the U.S. title because right now that's Theory's title because... Well, it's Finn Balor, but let's be honest. He ain't winning. He's winning at the Theory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yes, not Austin Theory anymore. Theory. Just Theory. He's like, drop the Austin. I don't like Austin. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another, mm-hmm. another stupid name change, but we ain't getting with that. I mean, there's a few stupid name changes that are happening right now, and some are acceptable, like Raquel Gonzalez and Raquel Rodriguez. That ain't bad. Butch. I I'm I like it. <laughs> Don't you lie to me. I mean, a it's working. Yeah, it's working, but how long is it going to work for? We'll see. Only time will tell. True, but. Wrestle now. You made a statement off air no. that Tony. Let me. You made go a statement ahead, off ahead. air that this WrestleMania is top three in your WrestleMania your WrestleMania list. Yes, yes. I said top five, but I've not watched. This is the one WrestleMania I keep going back to, and I have a very habit of just not watching shows. That that I go to. So this, yeah, this is top two. I have to put my things in order the way they are. It is seventeen. It is thirty, and it is thirty-eight. Seventeen, thirty-eight, thirty. But. I went the thing, I went to this one. I went to this one, but also it's not even just the fact that we went to this one. It's also the fact that it was actually great to watch on TV. Oh yes. Also, I am currently I have the McAfee match on right now. And I'm noticing some things because McAfee's at the announce table. You know, with the headset on, beating on Austin Theory. With a headset on. Now, but funny things, right? Ready for this? I see a few big names behind the desk. A one, Micah Parsons. Uh, of. Oh, uh, uh, you have to bring up Cowboys. The great Dallas Cowboys. Number two. You, said, number you two. said great. Get number that two. out of your head. Number two, Ezekiel Elliott. One of the best running backs in the National Football League. Please. And Dude Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Dude Perfect, you should. The most creative jump shot channel in all of YouTube. Not jump shot, tr- Trick shot channel. Trick shot, get it right. 
but still now jeff we haven't been on air in about two a little bit over two weeks um yeah. i need to know your screw it screw it i'm giving you two wrestlers mm-hmm. of the weeks you can choose two Cody, because Cody and, Bianca, Cody and Bianca and that's it that's enough said for me it's Cody and FTR of course you would have to that was probably the match of the year match of the year patience there's still plenty of year there's still plenty of year left hey but you can't get a lot better than great tag team wrestling and also if I'm going to give a golden mic to anybody it's actually Cody again for the or Pat McAfee no for the promo that he did the night after Wrestlemania mm-hmm. so passionate so passionate and saying he's doing this for his family, for the fans, but most of all, for the American mm. dream, Dusty. Uh. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Cody, Cody, Cody. Who is now, apparently, the face of Monday Night Raw. I'm all for it. I'm like, damn, he's only been back for two weeks. And you're already pushing him to the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. You see that that it's basically if they book this properly, this will convince more AEW stars to probably leave and go to the WWE. This is a this is like the first legit jab WWE but, has. But let me be honest with you: is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. It competition breeds uh, excellence. It, let's say, it, let's it, say it right. Competition creates cash. Yeah. What if the AE if WWE wants to legit have a shot at beating AEW? Because right now they have to they have to book Cody pr- properly. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that's like driving people away from WWE is poor booking. Which is why Cody is their best shot. At- Cody is their best shot. Um, now we've heard rumors, you know, of two years Maxwell Jacob Freeman's contract is expiring. Moxley's contract is expiring sometime this year. Probably imagine around MJ- double, double or nothing. Imagine MJF leaving AEW going WWE. Oh, sweet Jesus. Do you remember the uh the tough enough competition yeah i yeah i thought Maxwell jacob freed friedman or something that's what he wasn't tough enough and i'm like real name yeah his real name hunter i can't believe wwe missed out on that i'm like wow that was the one with steve austin on there wasn't it i'm not sure or was that the one with Paige and daniel bryan and hulk hogan not sure honestly um but all i know 
is there are a few guys that WWE are looking at, like um, one Wardlow. Wardlow. Uh, I know they will look at Maxwell because, duh, you cannot deny his talent. Yes. Um, but literally, what? What? Okay, name two, name three AEW stars who they could jump ship back to WWE. Back to WWE or go to WWE? Okay. Um, if you're gonna say it like that, then um, who like which AEW talent would do you see going to WWE? I see, you, I Brian, don't. I don't see Moxley. No, I don't see it. He's happy where he is right now. Brian Cage literally is screaming. I'm like, I can see Brian Cage. Yeah, you cut. You sound like a robot. Sorry, I apologize. Am I good now? Yeah, you're good now. Okay, so Brian Cage for sure. Brian Cage for sure. Um, who's I another can... underutilized talent that they've? What are they doing with Miro? Like, oh, he is actually uh, doing a TV role right now. Uh. He is actually, yeah, he's doing a little acting and he's going to come back. Okay. He, he, he is still signed with the company. Do not worry. I think he's doing a TV show. I want to say with his wife right now. Okay. that That's understandable. Um, I don't see uh, Brian Danielson going back. I so, actually. This is, this is his final hurrah. Um, I could see. <clears throat> As much as everybody thinks that he would stay there for a long time, I could see Hangman. Oh, I could see it. I genuinely could see Hangman Page going to uh, WWE. That'd be weird. So, Hangman Page, Brian Cage. Jesus Christ, I'm not trying to rhyme again. Um, you know what? Let's talk about a tag team. Let's talk about the fact that I could see FTR going back. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think they could. Either them or I could see I could see Jungle Boy. That'd be weird, but not 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 as that gimmick, but Mm-hmm, obviously, but still, yeah. Only I time, only time will tell, sir. Only time will tell. Exactly. Now that is all the time we have for this episode. We have gone about a hundred and seven minutes. Uh, hundred an hour and forty seven. Exactly. This was bound to be a long episode. It really was. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, follow our socials. The link will be in the bio of the podcast. I don't have to say a lot about that because it's right there. Uh, yeah. If if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you know we're back. We're back, and we're hopefully, back. according to Tony Lopez, we'll be going back to a weekly schedule. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you will have this episode out tomorrow. You will have the let's just talk about podcast out on Friday. Eh. 
if you're, if you're up for a Thursday morning recording, Jeff. Uh, you know I'm up for it. Okay. And I, I will definitely be up for sure as well. But that, that get, yeah. But nonetheless, my name is Tony Lopez. Jeffrey Burtis signing out. For the love of wrestling. Peace, y'all.